What a lovely day, huh? Beautiful day. Uh, when I when I when I was working at a private uh, Catholic school in Mexico, I met a priest who came from Italy to lead a silent retreat for teachers. He spoke more than 10 languages and had written more than 50 books. He was a man of faith and the man of God. After that retreat, a pastor of one of the churches close to the school invited him to celebrate the 8.30 Mass. After Mass, parishioners wanted to greet him and talk to him. It's like, uh, I remember, 20, 20 ladies. I approached one of the ladies and asked why she wanted to talk with, with him, with that priest. She said that he was a humble priest. Those ladies didn't know who the priest was, a famous, famous writer fluent in many languages. But what they saw in that priest was the virtue of humility. In the first reading, the prophet Zechariah described a beautiful image of humility. He announced the arrival of a king, Jesus Christ, right? Who will come humble and riding on a donkey. Most kings in that culture would have chosen to ride on a horse, the animal of war. Pride would have been a higher value for them than humility. The king that Zechariah describes is a, a rather strange king by the standards of that time. People of that culture didn't expect, expect kings to ride on donkeys, but on war horses. They will never suspect he was a king if they saw someone approaching them on a donkey. Zechariah suggested to the people that God's messenger, his son, will come to them in a very ordinary and very unpromising way. In other words, this king comes in totally simplicity and humility, riding not the powerful chariot or warrior's horse, but the humble, plodding transportation of the poor, a young donkey. This Savior promises to banish the weapons and instruments of war, and he shall proclaim peace to the nations. It's a beautiful image of humility. Matthew's Gospel offers another beautiful image of humility. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble, humble of heart. But what is the meaning of yoke? A yoke we think of as a heavy piece of wood laid on the shoulder of an ox. But because of the yoke, the ox can pull the weight of the cart behind it more easily. But you know what? There is still another way of understanding the image of the yoke. Think of it as a double, double yoke where two oxen can work together better. Hmm? We now have a lovely image of Jesus and ourselves yoked together. 
pulling together. Jesus goes along with me where I go, pulling together and making it all the easier. When I accept support and help from others, I experience humility in my life. What is attractive about humility is that Jesus shows us that he is humble, emptying himself of his glory and taking the form of a slave, coming in the likeness of man, obedient even unto death and death on a cross. My friends, friends, today's invitation is to learn from Jesus. We are invited to learn from Jesus to be humble, humble of heart. What is the benefit to, to be like Jesus, uh, humble of heart? Huh? Well, the humble are free to forgive themselves because they are secure. They accept the fact that as a creature, they are small, vulnerable, and not ultimately in control. But they know there is a great, omnipotent creator and totally in control. The humble know that they've been made in the image and likeness of that creator. That gives them dignity they don't have to earn and can never be taken away. The humble can truly listen to another with genuine interest and delight in the, in the other's goodness. Humble people give you their undivided attention and make you feel special and appreciated. You love to have them around. You love to work hard for them. You cheer when they are honored. Let's practice God's humility at home with our spouse and children, at work with our boss and co-workers, at school with teachers and classmates, at the church with parishioners and priests. Our strength to be humble comes from God himself in the Blessed Sacrament. There we see the utter humility of God and he makes himself present. Jesus does all this in the Eucharist, the great sacrament of his love, so that we might be more fully conformed to him and be able to love as he loves and to humble ourselves as he did, to fulfill his beautiful and challenging command. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart.